Welcome to Mundo! Welcome to the Mute All Chat Podcast. I am your host, Flapjack Bill, alongside Colonel Kraken and hopefully soon Proxy Jack. Uh, we're here to talk mad shit about League, help the low elo plebs like our former selves climb, and generally entertain you. This is a safe space for feeders and scrubs. Now mute all and let's invade red. My boy, Kraken, how you been doing, bud? How's your ranked? Alright, ranks, um kind of went to poop in the last like few days i um i was kind of on the outside looking in to get to gold like three and then we just got tilted off the face of the universe and i got tilted and my teammate got like tilted and i just uh barreled back down to zero lp so i'm like i haven't been playing as much lately i've been busy with like work and um and writing and stuff like that which is Something I should be proud about, but I'm, but I'm like, oh no, I'm not playing League enough, I'm, I'm doing stuff? What's <laughs> wrong with me? <laughs> um, so yeah, um, it's kind of, I kind of, it kind of hit me today. Uh, I was washing my hands, I don't really know what it has to do with it. I was washing my hands, I was washing my hands. Um, I, I thought like, for every tier you think you need to climb, you need to go through it like twice. Yeah. It's no, like, oh, I want to go from gold four to gold three. It's like you have to climb through gold four like two times because you're going to lose your way back down. Like you're going to lose the promos, lose your way back down to the bottom, and then you're going to have to go back up again. So is, so really there's like eight tiers here, sort of. Um, I mean, that's that's like the truth about like if you're if you're not like totally smurfing like you're gonna spend like probably double time in your respective rank before you get out of it sort of yeah that makes sense so yeah. where, where are you sitting now uh gold for zero lp but i think i got a trick up my sleeve to nab i don't know maybe like a tier or two okay okay uh i fell through on that uh i actually decided to take up that nocturne mid and i played some norms uh actually three well those were three three were with you then i played one by myself mm. and bro that champ dang it's, uh, it's pretty nasty Jeez. it's 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 really really it's really good it's really simple and it's a lot of fun and it's uh dang man uh it's sick um it's definitely like feel like a whole new world feeling like when you go from like yeah. enchanters like nautilus to like nocturne mid and you have like like dust blade and like black cleaver you're like oh i can click on things now oh my gosh you're like geez dude yeah. um yeah that's but, that's good i'm i'm glad uh i know i was there when we we, we started picking the uh the nocturne mid i, I went to uh, nocturne sedge <laughs> yeah just nocturne the, sedge the folks is uh oh golly when you play two junglers on the same team you get to take every objective just always 
Uh, they they complement each other so well. It's like it's like Yumi Garen, except it's Sedge Nocturne. It's like Nocturne has nothing, or Nocturne has like nothing in his kit. He has no CC. He has no like tankiness or anything. But Sedge does no damage. So when you put the two things together, it's a recipe bro. for success, frankly. Yep. I think. I uh, mean, of course, it helps. We were doing, and we were playing yeah. Norms, and we were like smurfing on them, but like. Um, yeah. I think we could we could probably take that into ranked and probably have at least a at least a sixty percent win rate on the duo. I would need a I would need to play um to solo it. I would need to like like last hit and stuff like that. Did I hear a barang? Yes, we no. did. It's the boy. Proxy, how are you? I'm I'm tired. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, bud. I'm tired. Yeah, I am now essential personnel for my job, so Ooh. Me too. I gotta I gotta go to work tomorrow. No matter how bad the virus gets, people still want the damn pizza, so Yeah, uh to answer your question, seventeen LP gold four, I haven't moved. <laughs> damn. You're the highest you are the highest ranked member of the podcast. It's true. Well, to be fair, I am currently uh, have had three troll supports in the last four games. I have had a team out who went 0-13 in a 24-minute game about. Uh, <laughs> and that was my fault uh, that the lane got fed. Uh, I had to ban someone's LeBlanc support because I wasn't going to deal with it, so I got a Silas support, and he asked me why, and he kept telling me off for not healing him after he went in with 150 health got ignited flashes away still within the yasuo auto range and is like you still have healed you could have saved me and it's like save you would have got you would have gotten maybe 40 to 60 health and one auto from a three in one yasuo who has crit chance already not liking the odds not worth it yeah that'll toast you real good yeah so he took my farm and in a 26 minute game i got 40 cs because of that god sad boys i got my joji sad yeah i got my bf sword at uh um at uh like 23 minutes so so after baron spawned yeah, God, that's terrible. That oh. one was my fault too, apparently. Oh, that, Baron, that Baron should have enjoyed his three minutes being alive because the boy Proxy is beat up <laughs> now. <laughs> Better watch out for the item spike, Baron. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well I don't know if you were in here when we were talking about what our new, uh, our genius new plan to climb is. <laughs> No, uh, karma. no, no, uh, I, I gave up on karma because I decided I need to get the fuck out of lanes because I'm, I'm just performing so fucking bad, uh, in mid mm. lately. It's just awful. Um, but I'm streaking on jungle right now, so I'm going to switch it up and play jungle for a little while. Uh, and today me and Kraken were, uh, we were, we were gonna test something out. We threw together some uh, Nocturne mid with Sejuani jungle, 
And uh, if you gank immediately after you get your first buff into mid lane, you always get a flash or you always get a kill. And uh, well, then you just win the they, game. They, fla they flash on low health, and by the time they flashed, by the time they made the decision to flash, Nocturne's Q is back up, and then you just shoot and you just snipe on me. Like, or one of Sedge's, Sedge's like thing is back up, and then you just get him again. Yep. Uh, as they're like running away, and then like the, it's like Sedge can just go alt someone in like the middle of the jungle or like or like a side lane, and by the time they're like standing still on the ice, Nocturne can, can get on them. So it's like, uh, it, it feels it feels so nice, man. Like, it's it's the thing is it's it's really simple. Like it's really not that hard to execute, which is what I what I like. So. Well, I did notice one consistency across like two or three of those games, and it's that Yasuo is really strong right now because of someone else's buff right now. Want to see if you guys can guess which champion got buffed that has really thrown Yasuo ADC into the mix and Yasuo being strong everywhere? Is it Gragas? No. First guess. Who has knockups? A Wukong. He got him. It was Wukong. Wukong, Wukong yes, but... Because he can ult twice. Not even a support, but just he can dive. Oh, just, all, just on the same team. Just on the same yeah. team. Uh, just like a jungle Wukong is jungle so Wukong strong. And, and Yaz mid. Yeah, like it's... That's I went against did. a Janna Yasuo... Uh, there was one other knockup character. And... Janna Yasuo bot would be really annoying. <laughs> like... Janna Yasuo, Wukong jungle, and it was just, they had so many knockups, and I couldn't do anything. And my Thresh landed about seven or eight hooks in the entirety of the game. And only, <laughs> he pulled him under tower once, which was great, while everyone was bot, because he was 2v1ing mid. Uh, and I, I just, I can't climb because of this. <laughs> why does ya why does Yasuo have like the wind armor like thing? Like I why? Because well, he's why? got like two hundred health at level one. But like just give him more health and take out the the wind thing. Just, just take away the wind wall or give him the cloud. Or the cloud shield. Like Oh yeah, it's the cloud the cloud two. shield, yeah. It's like one or the other. The fact it's like having both is just kinda like like why? I think the I think the wind wall or the wind wall is just a longer cooldown, like, because it's a really it's like it's like a souls like W like it's really impactful like it it doesn't need a what's its it's it, what's its cooldown like August uh level one isn't it like somewhere between ten and eighteen seconds it's like it's a game it's a, it's a game swaying all like ability like <laughs> and it's not even his ult either. No, and it's not like <laughs> Yasuo's are still are still bad, and it's still really hard to execute. It's just Akali gets a lot of flame, but like Yasuo is like just as bad as an offender, in my opinion, and like doesn't get as much attention really. Like, yeah, um, you'll you'll notice just, there's just there's just so much random stuff on his character, and I'm like, what does a bladesman duelist? Why does he need this? Like, <laughs> yeah. you'll you'll but, notice that uh, in in the streak of games where you and I won, 
all those games with Sidwani uh, and Nocturne. Please don't, I, please don't tell me that we were playing like Iron players and it didn't mean anything. <laughs> like, no, it was it was a mix I'm of actually trash. Like, uh, okay. No, I, I just banned Yazo every game. I banned Diana and Echo. Yeah, Akali's pretty hard to fight as Nocturne, but um. Nocturne's just so much eat. Wait, no, I already said that earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Let's let's jump into uh, the topic of the day. And to be honest, uh, we're just going to hand this one over to Kraken because he's our resident support main. And this is the support episode. So now that we've gotten our ranked update out of the way, Kraken, go ahead and take us away. Well, I feel like we can do a tandem thing. I'll, I'll say what support should do, and then Proxy will say all the things, all the things supports shouldn't do. Like, go 0-13 on Teemo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, so what <clears throat> the support is, believe it or not, guys, this is the big shocker. The support is a champion, too. And is also a member of the team that needs gold and that needs items and that needs to participate in team fights and doing damage taking towers that's really wild because it's weird it's like it's kind of like the perception is like there's four there's four characters on the team and then there's support and I'm like that's true maybe back in like season one but now the support is more of like the team's like point guard or like quarterback like a, a distributor of opportunities but the one catches you're actually like red skull in like infinity war where he's like, I can guide others to a treasure I cannot possess. <laughs> it's like, you can get other people items, you can get other people to, to like, do stuff, but, like, you can't do anything yourself, so it's like... Um, yeah, and, um... I think there are, like, trade-offs with any role, and I think the cons get... The cons kind of get pretty, like... Uh, the cons are, like, a little bit like over focused or like overblown a bit and don't really focus on like the pros of it um and usually if there is a pro it's like oh play support because it's easy and it's like well yeah and you don't really have the farm and that's that's a huge advantage and i'll get to that later but some of the pros i thought of it is that you always get like i played 180 games great this season i never got anything else zero <laughs> crazy like it, it feels like really it's like if you have like ocd it's like it's so like satisfying it's like you just you go onto your profile you click that button it's just support 170 win rate and your win rate is the exact same as your games played and you <laughs> it's it's so satisfying to look at you typically always get your champs um the exception is there's the three caballeros um leona blitzcrank and nautilus but sometimes all three of them get banned uh, but usually one falls through the cracks that you get to play or you can just fall back on thresh um, But typically like your Nami Nami Janna like Soraka like you'll pretty much always Get them as well as um, as well as your mage supports Unless you're like a Morgana main like Morgana is like a 50% ban rate <laughs> um, But typically you you face a lot less ban issues than um, like the other worlds um it because you're because a lot of your skills require you to literally click on your own champions you gain 
over the course of the game, you or over the course of playing, you learn map awareness and player tendencies. Um, so, A, you know, you get to learn, like, the champs and about the game, and, like, just general game knowledge, like any other role. But with support, you kind of start learning what people do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's, and then, I mean, and then, uh, you don't want to fall into the pitfall of getting, like, confirmation biases or, like, stereotypes or anything like that. But in the first, like, 10 minutes or 7 minutes of the game, you kind of know what kind of player each person is. You kind of learn their play style because you you have to watch and be so cognizant of them. Whereas in, like, lanes and, like, and like jungle, for instance, when you have other, you know, you know, you have other things to do on your plate, you don't really see those little, like, those little nuances of player, like, behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, then that's a very that's a very interesting concept, and then you can take that knowledge, and then communicate that to your other team. Like you can target people at the right time. You can communicate in chat, like, "Hey, let's kill this Ash. Trust me, because this Ash is a coward." Or like, or, or you know, you know in advance that like, "All right, this this gangplank or like this mid laner or blah blah blah." blah has a tendency to shy away the second you show up in lane. So either and then you you make with that information what you will. And that's that's you can't find that on tab. You can't find that on mobile fire. You only find it by watching people play the game as you're playing it as, as you're playing it as well, obviously. And I feel like I feel like that's that's true on any role. It's like well no duh we watch the other players, but it's like on support when you're so team dependent you kind of get like a pers you kind of get you can you spend more time on that perspective is what i'm saying right um and also because you have no damage it teaches you to maximize your entire kit and never leave anything like on the table like um i mean and this can be kind of taken with a grain of salt a little bit because supports typically have simpler kits than then, um, then like, you know, bruises or assassins or stuff like that. But you're never gonna. You'll 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 reach a point where you're you're never going to have any skills like on cooldown, like after a big fight, because you're or um, if you're on like fringe plays, you're gonna use that ignite. You're gonna use that crazy flash ultimate combo because, I mean, a you don't really have anything to lose. You're the support. And B, it's because I'm so used to not doing any damage with my auto attacks or getting muscled out so much if you're like an enchanter, you're taught to use all of your skills to their maximum potential instead of just like throwing them out randomly because, oh, I have, I have loot ins and I have like a bunch of mana or, oh, I, or I'm, no, I'm not really a, my skills are like low mana requirements. Um, that's another thing it teaches you. Um, oh, and you'll probably face an autofill a lot. Mm. So, you know, um, and then people take a game off when they get, when they get autofilled support. So like you're, you're guaranteed to, or not guaranteed, but if you're a support main, a lot of times you're probably going to be the better support in the lane. Um, uh, and on the bad side though, um, all that, a lot of like the, 
there like some of the misconceptions like are like true or like a lot of the negative things where it's like yeah you don't have any damage you can't self-carry um it can be really tilting because it's like if like if you think like on like top lane where it's like oh my i have bad teammates like think about support you watch people be bad you sit there and you watch them like you get, they get redemption and they get locket and they get mikhail's and they still die anyway and then you you, you start to or it's like it's the the bad side of what i said earlier about watching other players like pl behaviors is that you see all their bad behaviors and it could tilt it's it's really hard it, like it can end up tilting you because you're like oh my gosh <laughs> um because you're just seeing like you're seeing all of their mistakes um mm -hmm. you're not just seeing like you're not just seeing like their death when it pops up you're like you're seeing them walk out of position miss every single minion um die even though they have advantages so that can be tilting and um you don't really get much like there's not that many support memes or like the community doesn't really um there isn't really that much discussion about it. There's a lot of inf and like with like learning tools and like resources and stuff. A lot of it's towards like laning because sixty percent, sixty percent of the team is a laner that's facing another laner that's last hitting. Mm -hmm. um, and you have low chance of win streaks. I've noticed that like if you main support characters or the support role, you're guaranteed to like smack dab at like. 52 to like 55 win rate but you're not you're not gonna have like 70 you're not gonna be like the you're not gonna be like cled or something or you're not gonna be like a cled one trick that has like an 80 81 rate is just breezing through things once you finally cross that threshold into like swag lord like status and you can just start hard carrying all of your games by yourself and you won't because there's so much randomness and your team reliant, you're not gonna go on twenty game win streaks. You're gonna be going like two wins, then two wins, then two losses, then one win, then you'll be you'll be going in like eleven and nine chunks instead right. of six game win streak, four game loss streak, six game win streak. Um and that can be pretty hard because you're like, Oh, I feel like I'm just sliding around and this is so like uncontrollable, but that's just the nature of like that's that's, the, that's yeah 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 that's like the double-edged sword of the role you picked is that it's like you're trading you're trading consistency for like big spurts of like um like game like dominance um see so yeah from what i've like watched especially like when i start watching like challenger level because i'll see it a lot yeah. because i follow sneaky and so in turn i see a lot of the supports that he gets it's really yeah. interesting to watch how a lot of them will actually just like it's like they're holding the hand of sneaky and they're just like come with me to the enemy nexus and let's <laughs> blow it up uh, it, it's there's a big difference between that level of play that you see yeah because what they're doing the, they're the problem with support that people don't realize is there's so many little things that you have to know because yes it's a great intro role but that's because it teaches you all the small things and the small things are what makes the game change so drastically later yeah on. yeah um like i've watched just the f 
just watch the thresh use lack of vision to know where someone was mm-hmm. just yeah. out of the blue he's throwing a hook like as he's throwing um a w back and it's like oh god this is gonna be a kill like there's no it's like guaranteed moment it landed sneaky and thresh were on the way um to just destroy this man that they had caught i can't even remember what character it was but it was like this thresh was doing little things where he it was, was dr just mario like, yep come with me and let's go and let's kill him and he's cc'd and he's i slowed him it's just like everything you know happened sick? with him you know sick? Five vulcan seconds. is sick vulcan is sick <laughs> vulcan is sick <laughs> um Oof. literally grand, uh, no well i don't think so uh, Oof. i hope not <laughs> he's he's pretty fucking good it would be a shame if he got sick in the last few weeks yeah <laughs> had to make the joke but yeah vulcan's been great him and sven they really play off of each other amazing to watch yeah yeah and moving on laning um and this kind of goes back to the fact that you don't have to farm. If if you lane as if you were a mid laner or as if you were an ADC on your support, you know it's just like you notice the amount of like help. Like I've noticed my trades work a lot better when I think about all right, I'm gonna lane as if I'm playing Ash or as if I'm playing um, lane as if I'm trying to set up for a kill in the future. Um, and because I'm not farming, I have that advantage over the other ADC, or over the ADC, because every time that ADC moves to kill a minion, you have free reign to just click on them for, like, free harass. Um, so that's, and, like, if you use that mindset, I mean, I mean, yeah, you have to, you should handhold your ADC, and you should, um, you know keep them keep them protected and healthy as well depending on if you're like depending on if you're like a tank or if you're in a channer but um i found it easier for if just for me at least um to look for the opportunity like even though you don't have damage duh but look for opportunities as if you were playing different like as if you were playing a damage champion mm-hmm. um, um the thing with it in like laning is that I don't think a lot of people uh, know, and they they they'll get like the basic gist of it from the Targon's passive. But you should be helping your AD farm and keeping the Definitely. lane stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people like I love having my auto attack turned off. It's probably the smartest thing that you can do early on when you're first playing the game is go into the menu, turn off auto attack, and just make it sure that your autos are what you want them to be mm-hmm. uh, and because people don't realize that you kind of get this weird little thing where people are like don't hit the minions and then later on if you get like all the way up to time and it's like you need to start helping me like we need to start shoving this lane help me get all these kills like help me out with under tower or get them so i can just one shot them yeah people don't realize that and it's that little finesse that you can start you're not yeah. or like, holding, but you're or, really working the, in unison. Or the the deal with um, if you if you last hit all three of the caster minions before they go under tower, the tower will the tower will go, the tower will shoot, and kill the middle chunk of the health bar, so the ADC can one tap, 
the three in the back? Um, it's you want one tower shot for uh, casters. You want for, that are full health. Um, yeah. You want uh, two, or you want no, sorry. You want one auto, then one turret shot on a caster. You want auto, two towers on a um, melee auto shot. Seven. And then shot shot auto or shot shot auto for the for the melees so you kill them seven shots on the power or on the cannon uh, it's somewhere around seven it's i that's always been the hardest one for me so i wouldn't tell you off the top of my head to be honest yeah um typically while i'm playing i think what are the things that i would want to happen to make it easier to farm and then I take those things in consideration and then play my support champion to give my own ADC free rank, like free like wave control. So like harass, zone, zone the other guy off of the lane. If I know that my ADC has to scoot up for a minion, um, make sure that you're within the vicinity to um, keep them safe. Um, it's it's a very act it's a very active role. You don't just want to be standing around watching your ADC farm. You always want to be um, positioning yourself to make their life easier. And people are just better when they have gold, and they're just better when they have items because they're confident, they're not tilted, they're paying mm -hmm. attention, and they're they be they become more pro they become more proactive because they know that they have the gold and the items to do what they um it's like because people are really bad at playing from behind or playing at like small gold disadvantages mm -hmm. and um it's like it's like a it's like a night and day change like when someone's ahead they're just you know they're yeah, yeah. they're in that good headspace that you want um, them to be in i don't really have that many like absolutes for like the landing phase but for me I, mean, I think on any champ you should go for level two and six you definitely uh, hit on some big ones, though. Harass, um, zone control is big. You were briefly kind of talking about it because a lot of people don't realize that you can start pushing the... Um, I, I like this kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with the uh, um, the harassing, but like if you're pushing them off champions and you're, or uh, off minions or you're harassing them for um, even thinking about farming then you're doing a really good job if they're harassing you back then they're doing what they should be doing but if you're the, the trick is is trying to make sure that you get the better trade in the end yeah 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 and i think i i like to harass when i know that one of my minions is about to die and if i can if i can get them away from that minion, it's like it's like de denying cs and dota but like flipped yep where it's like all right Every time my ADC, or if I can get my ADC to kill the corresponding minion on the other wave, and if I can get them out of, if I can get them out of auto attack range, and they and this minion dies to their minions, and they miss out on that gold, that's a win. Yeah, and like um, that's that's why like Senna is so strong in these low ranks is because she has to in order to like win, she has to harass, and so yeah, that. Yeah becomes such a major key focus around her champion that people are like, oh, well, 
I'll just have to, I have to do this in order to win. So they're doing what they should have already been doing. Yeah. But now they're, or like, that's why, like, or like, that's why Caitlyn is like recommended by like, or that's why Caitlyn is recommended so much is because it's like, even if you get into a suboptimal position, you can just threat 50 cal from, you know, like downtown and kill the minions anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, like, yep. Ezreal can be, do the same thing with his little, his ability to, um, yeah. His Q farm, but um, also uh, understanding what your ADC does, what your ADC needs, what your ADC's build path is. Um, this is, I mean, this is why I don't like playing with Kaisa's a lot because Kaisa players just do random build path things and I, I just it's really hard it's really hard it's like oh i'm gonna go ap oh no i'm gonna go ad oh i'm gonna go attack speed i'm just like what where's your spike like just mm -hmm. play play the most just play the meta one that most people do and just do that um but like like ra random mini rant but yeah it's like are you with ezreal who needs to take some time to stack and is probably gonna build like tier first and won't have all the damage in the world? Or are you with Draven or Lucian? Or are you with Varys? Or are you with Sivir? Um, depending on who your ADC is, you need to play around their needs and what items they want to get and that play style of that champion. I've like I've lost a lot of games because I would be like super aggressive and I'd be like, this champion! does no damage and i'm like and then you know uh flapjack would be like that's because that adc doesn't do any damage to like 20 minutes into the game you know sometimes you have to be patient you have to give it time as and, can be like that if he's not um, getting like an early gold lead or yeah like, yeah, kill. yeah um and that's why i think like draven and lucian are banned so much is because early game champs just have the perception of being very strong yep because like, they just steamroll early. Ooh, like, yeah, and it's... Um, and, it, like, it, the beginning of the game is in serial position, so that's what you remember. You remember getting rolled by Draven at level 2. Um, but the Ezreal getting that, like, triple kill at the end of the game and totally rinsing everyone, you know, that maybe that slips through a bit. Um, and one last... Before moving on... I uh, remember on support you have experience in farm also. Um, this is kind of a hot take. I wonder what you guys think about it. Is um, I think I think wave control is a good thing to start learning early, but I also think that getting your targons or your spell thieves upgraded as soon as possible so you can get that one ward. Hmm might be or like for me it's it's like if you can get that advantage before the other guy i think that that might pay more dividends than the wave management that you and your team probably won't even be able to capitalize on because you don't know what's going on anyway but awards award you know what i mean yep i gotcha um, it's it's like kind of a take what do you think flapjack um control the wave and like play it strategically or or just smack every single like whack-a-mole every minion get to targons as fast as possible get spell these as fast as possible get that ward get the vision down um and get on get on to the next quest 
I think um, I think it's kind of a case by case basis, like you were talking about earlier. Uh, and I think it. Kind large... of I think the kind of jungler you have makes a difference. Yeah, the jungler you have makes a difference. Uh, the the fucking ADC you have makes a big difference because, like, if you if you commit all your shit and you full kit at level two with you know what little kit you have at level two um, onto the enemy support because you catch them out. And your Ezreal goes, but he goes like a half second too late. You don't get the kill, but your flash ignites down, your bubble's down, your heal is down. And Ezreal took QE instead of QW. So he yeeted himself forward and now he's out of position. And he, he hit the Q, but it wasn't enough damage and he didn't get off any more auto attacks. And... The Blitzcrank didn't die, hooks him under tower, he blows flash, still dies. Like Oh Blitzcrank uh, Blitzcrank is in the mod games, man. You know that. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Blitzcrank is in the mod games. <laughs> but, like I I think it's it's man, gonna it's it's gonna come down to is your ADC gonna get in the game and mute all <laughs> and not know when you write him in chat that you wanna all in at level two? Or is he muting pings so he can't see that you're all inning at level two and all of a sudden you're going nuts and he's there like, whoa, okay, I guess we're doing this. You know, like yeah. I, I yeah. see that happen a lot from when I was playing mid a lot, I would see junglers like ping once never show up. And so I would just start ignoring their pings and then they wouldn't ping and they would roll into lane after I've used my abilities and I don't have any crowd control or anything. And then they like have to drift out of the lane with, you know, just wasting their time and their question mark pinging me like, why didn't you stun him? And like, that's just, you know, that's just player ignorance. You know, if, if you're going to go in, you've got to let me know. And I need to know that you're going in. So it, it's hard in a game where people are so damn toxic all the time that you want to mute all right out the gate. Mm -hmm. I mute all right it, out the gate. I keep, I keep pings on. That's good, because sometimes pings are really helpful, sometimes they're really toxic. It, but that's kind of stretching, or uh, kind of like drifting off the point. Um, yeah, I think it, it's just going to come down to who your teammates are. Because like, if, mm -hmm. if I'm playing... Say I'm playing Misfortune and you're playing Nami in the bot lane. If you tell me I've got the play, I'm not looking at the minion. Because if I look at the minion that I'm going to last hit for 14 gold, I might miss the play where we kill the champion for 150. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's a really good example of having that synergy. But you Well, know, as far as, like... As far as like the wave and like the targon targoning the minions or uh, uh, whacking lasting like executing the minions. That's the like, that's the melee support item, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I haven't played support in fucking because, years. because I. I mean, this might be a flaw. This might be a strength. My play style, depending on the game, is I try. I try to get the. I try to get the targon ward as fast as possible. Yeah. Um, and I mean, getting the ward helps you out. You, it's either because no. I, if I don't pay attention, I generally play where I get the ward, um, or my item gets upgraded, so I get the ward, and then I immediately go for red trinket, and so that's where I start doing the red trinket. 
yeah not the best way but it's what I, I do generally it is better to do like the first back you get red trinket and a lot of people have been doing the throw out award yeah. mm -hmm. so and that's been really cool to see actually speaking of vision um <laughs> not everyone's favorite marvel character or not it's my I'm, vision is why i'm watching those movies man what a cool fleshed out awesome relatable character <laughs> vision is the best adventure <laughs> anyways <laughs> yeah um all right so um Oh, I'm like dying. <laughs> no, stop. You know, like when you're when you're chewing gum and like the gum, and then like, you can't walk at the same time. It, yeah, <laughs> and then you step on a crack, and then but like like when you're chewing the gum and like the like the juice, so like the flavor like seeps back, and you start like choking. That ever happened to you? It's like with five gum. <laughs> all right, but anyway, all right, so. <laughs> With Vision, all right, so here's my, my steaming take about Vision that is going to get me kicked off of this podcast, all right? Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna have to delete my account. You guys are going to call Riot and be like, ban this guy from lying. He's like, all right. So the point of Vision is to find out where they are. If you know uh, where they, if you know where they are, if you know where they are, you don't need to ward somewhere else. That's a hot take. Where they, if you know where they are. It's, it's a good hot like, take because it's got a good qualifier. Well, keep in mind you also <laughs> want to ward where you think they're going to be. Yeah, but if, if 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 they're running... The thing is, or it's like, I typically have a lower... Or it's like, this is something... I don't know, like... I mean, it's a... It's kind of like a... It's like, it's like a double-edged sword, like two-sided of the coin, right? It's, it's like... From my personal experience, and I know that's really anecdotal, and you shouldn't really use that for like, for like, um, for like a thesis or something. But the thing is, I'll see that my vision is lower. My vision score is lower. Is like slightly lower than the other support. But my KP and my damage output is always higher. And because, because, like, honestly, it's like the crowd control score and like the vision score is like, I don't really like. In my personal opinion, I don't like how it's scored. Um, and what I find is like supports will just go ward random places that they know that the other team won't be there, and then that ward stays alive, and then they get they get a stat for it. When it's mm. really, it's like a wasted, it's a wasted ward. If, it's like river up that bush that yeah he just came from would have been better yeah, like if, if if the red coats are coming down broadway you don't need to go and ward like um like if they're just riding down lexington main street you don't need to go ward like florida or something like you know where they are like um wait so yeah and the other thing is a lot of times I, f I kind of got wait. Trying to think. The thing is with wards, is that if you have all your wards, like let's say you have like three wards out right, on like one side of the map, mm -hmm. and you see, 
and it's like, oh no, and this will happen a lot. People like ping missing over the over the over the wards. It's like, oh no, where are they? Our wards aren't picking them up. That means they're somewhere else. Yeah, like, it, so it sounds so obvious. It sounds so obvious there. to the point I'm like, I don't even know why I'm saying it, but it's like if they're not if they're not if you have all of drag side just lit up like a Christmas tree. It's just it's like it's like Will Ferrell, it's like Elf, it's just green gleaming in the night. And no one is there, then they're probably on Rift Herald side because it's a process of elimination. And then it's like wards wards give you more information than just someone standing on the ward taunting or I warded their gromp and I I'm watching I'm watching Olaf just whack the gromp to death. <laughs> it's like no, it's like you can learn where you can learn about the learn about the whereabouts of the enemy from what the wards show you and what they don't. Yep. Yeah. Um and just like a pro tip that I think a lot of different sources give this one out is that keep a ward handy with you. So when everyone's team fighting, that really pesky Akali or that pesky Rangar can't keep running in and out of the same bush. Just drop a vision, a drop a ward there, and it's almost like as soon as you drop a ward into you drop a ward into that nearby bush, it's almost like it becomes a homing beacon, like laser targeting for everyone's skill shots. Because suddenly everyone becomes Chris Kyle when they're shooting into a warded bush, and when they're and when the when the bush is dark, they become stormtroopers. <laughs> so, just, so just keep the ward handy. It's like just keep it handy. Just just and like when we're all fighting around Baron and like there's that pixel brush, just just throw it down, just so people just don't because a miss skill shot is zero damage and wasted mana. Yep. Like, um, and I think a lot of like players i mean I, I i did this a lot is that i would throw down all my wards at once in the biggest spread i can i could just so i can say i warded guys and then you end up you don't have a ward for those <laughs> fights around the bushes and you didn't really put them in strategic locations you just spread them out randomly even though you warded a drag pit and the the, pit, the drag's not going to spawn for another three minutes and you just warded it. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but And of course, that'll bump up your vision score, quote-unquote, because you have a ward that exists for its whole lifespan. Um, mm. yeah. I'm, a little, I'm, I'm, just, I'm salty because my vision score is always bad. <laughs> um, but um, What do you think about... What do you think, Flap? Uh... FJB... I like uh, I like your vision tips because frankly they can be applied to every member of the team. Um, literally any role can do that with their wards. I mean, not as much as the support because they get like the item with wards on it after they upgrade it and whatnot. But like, especially for me, if I'm jungle, like if we're playing the is it red side that's on the right hand side? Yeah, that's red yeah. side. Okay, I always get them confused because I'm stupid. But if, if you're playing red side, one of my favorite wards that I've seen, I saw it in a pro match and I was like, that's the greatest ward because no one's going to check there, uh, is to walk your happy ass as deep into the dragon pit as you can get and throw a ward directly into the path right there by the red buff. Because if the enemy team is starting red, then they're going to have people moving around in that little... Uh, 
three-way intersection from the bot side tri-brush right there up the, the to tri the top side the tri -bush, of the... Yeah. The tri-brush, the skinny channel in between the drag ring and the red and the and the back of the red buff terrain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, I... We were playing a game... It was today, actually. We played the one of those Sedge Nocturne games. Um... Oh, maybe it was a different game because I played against an Olaf that I absolutely stomped. Uh, and I threw down the ward. I remembered seeing it, and so I went and did it. And I saw the entire bot lane. I saw their mid laner there, and I saw uh, the Olaf start there. And I was like, I know if I go, I did my blue buff. I went up to top, and I ganked. And I was like, if I go straight to their red buff right now, he's or if I go straight to the enemy blue right now, Olaf is going to be there. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go and get Scuttle in the meantime. And sure as shit, he walked out into the river right where I thought he would. And I turned and solo killed him because I had more health than he did. And I can stack a stun and kill him. And it was like, just because of that one ward in the first minute and a half of the game, I was able to secure a flash top and a kill in the topside river and start super pressuring this Olaf into losing the game like all based off of a vision mm. play mm -hmm. so it, um, like, having that ward to throw around in the pixel brush or in whatever brush uh during a team fight is also crucial but i think uh, it's got to be the uh the um because it's universal there are great videos and resources about vision yeah online. Uh, i watched this one and it's like it's like there's certain pixels on terrain, and if you ward them, the ward will like slide to like the far end of like the top side, like you know the yeah. the, the, the massive top side, like like you know, ward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, little spots like that where you can. I mean, um, you might have time. Like I haven't really tried a lot of those myself, but in game, if you're if you're safe and if you're like, if you're like cautious, you 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 have enough time to. Um, to line the, it up properly the dragon one is the hardest one for me because it's like at the very it's in the yeah. tribe rush that in the dragon pit you can actually like get into the dragon pit with a ward and i used to be able to do it all the freaking time till the map um updated yeah that's what changed something about that just absolutely changed the whole yeah. dynamic of it and it Still can't do anything about uh, I'll go. I'll go lightning round because we've been on vision for a while. I'll go like lightning round through the next few tips. Is um, I think sweepers should exclusively be for objective control. I I don't really encourage taking chances with your sweeper. Like, oh, I think a ward might be here, and it's it's you know the little skinny. It's the little skinny bush in between like raptors and like the uh, terrain that's that's across from like the brambleback. Um. But I honestly just save it exclusively for, for objective, objective control because that's where you know wards are going to be, um, and that's where they're going to be most like crucial. That's where you're going to get the most value out of that sweeper. Um, don't sweep a spot that you're going to use a control ward on, and like and vice versa, because you'll be double downing and you'll waste uh, precious you'll, resources. It, yeah, it's just, it's just inefficient. Um, like if you find if you find a if you if you find their um their pink ward uh their control ward don't sweep don't 
waste sweeper auto attacking it while your sweeper fades. <laughs> like, um, just mm -hmm. little little things like that, and you think, oh well, it's warding; it's not that important. But it's like it adds up a little bit if you create better habits. Uh, wards are death traps for you and your enemy. You, yeah. like, you, you can die running out of warding. You can die killing a control ward, and the vice versa. You can bait people out with them. Um, yeah, baiting is a big thing. Like you watch yeah. these pros completely ignore um, wards because they're getting uh, uh, disabled by a control ward. Yeah, and they do that because they want the support. They want a squishy they, they player want to come to up. Get their... and, tiny window of opportunity <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. like oh man he's out of uh out of position for like the three frames that he's gonna be <laughs> um mm -hmm. uh i found out how that Tarek always has like a 98 vision score guys uh if you're sitting around with nothing to do and you don't have any wards just back <laughs> yep yeah um whatever you whatever you think you're gonna do on support is probably not as good as the wards that you're gonna refresh. So just yeah, just just hit B, and while the map's like resetting, you go grab your wards, and you know a lot of a lot of supports are pretty mobile anyway, so you you won't be saving that much. You won't be wasting that much time. Um, yeah. Uh, we're uh we're we're down here to the last about ten minutes, so if you wanna bust serious? bust through it's... items and team fights here. Yeah. Uh. Items. The recommended items yeah. are almost always fine. Usually, control war small component you'll buy. Movie boots are fine, but make sure you actually roam, or else you'll be getting out muscled in fights. And the speed buff can be nullified anyway. Items are almost complete. Items are almost completely comp reliant, and usually your comp takes precedent of what you of your personal preferences. No, but but yeah, guys. Um, it's it's the same deal as any other lane. Um, if their team doesn't have that much CC, you know you're not gonna need you're not gonna need Mikhail's really. Um, if you have very auto attack heavy champs on your team, you know you, you get Ardent. Um, Redemption's OP. Uh, it's it's like a second ultimate. Um, is if and like if they're slippery, you know you go Twin Shadows. If you're um, if they have High speed champions, you you know, take a righteous glory. Um typically I find mana to be better on supports just because your skills are so viable. Just like it's like, oh the Nautilus the Nautilus hook is OP. Wow, that's such an OP ability. Yeah, imagine being able to do it twice. <laughs> like get, get that, get that <laughs> like, like yeah, like um you won't have as much muscle, but you know. Uh, I do like Mobies, but make sure you're confident on your champ so you don't waste a roam. And um, a lot of times that complete item will allow you to just muscle out the other laner. Because like with Mobies, you know, the buff gets removed the second you get touched. So um, mm, if yep. you're going to get your Mobies, you better get your roams in. Um, I, I do think... If you can bring your support to almost second second jungle, jungler, that's optimum. Just know that in the 20 seconds or the however long it takes to roam from one lane to mid lane, your ADC is probably gonna die. So make sure you know in advance why you're roaming, where you're roaming, what your target is, and it does your ADC have mana? Does your ADC have flash? 
before you don't just go, oh, I'm gonna roam because... Uh, whatever. I actually didn't have a... I didn't have a joke for that one. I have a good joke for that one. If... Uh, I'm gonna roam because... Well... I'm gonna roam because... I'm pretty sure that if I roam, my ADC is not gonna be a three-year-old who sticks a fork into a socket. <laughs> like, oh, I, thought I, I thought I was gonna be like, I'm gonna free roam because uh, pro guys told me to, or something. Like, <laughs> pro guys is great, actually. Actually, like pro guys videos a lot. <laughs> that's a that's a better joke than mine. But my thought was like, if you're what what you were saying about like making sure your ADC has all this shit together is like, now, if you don't I, check up on that and you roam and they die, you like ADCs are almost build, always build, basically just build, toddlers. Build, build, yeah. Build. Build. Unless build. if it's proxy, who like you <laughs> might as well sup the mid instead of proxy, because proxy is gonna get that one v two fine. Oh yeah. As a matter of fact, you're, you're actually you're actually making proxy play worse by by clouding his by by just being in his way. You know what I mean? You're sucking up too much XP. Just get out of the lane. Yeah, you just get out. <laughs> let 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 him do this one v two. He's got it. Your pixel, your champion's pixels. Is is literally all it's doing is just distracting Proxy Jack from doing his job. So just get your pixels, take them somewhere else, <laughs> let the man work his magic, right? God damn. If you, right, if you kids man. ever see Proxy Jack in your game, just leave him alone. Let the... <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably feed the other ADC. You need a certain level of intelligence to sub Proxy, alright? <laughs> Only. <laughs> My bad, okay, okay, that was going too far. <laughs> Oh yeah, my god! <laughs> I, I'm I'm really good at gas. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm a high school coach. I'm really good at gassing people up. Um, dictate the course of fight. Yeah, so that's pretty much my port. That's the uh, that's the that's the hot fix on support. You know, if you if you're a support main, you're probably better than everyone else. So, Kraken, Kraken, four seventeen. Uh, ADCs will die if thy roam, dieth roam. <laughs> uh, Give us another uh, verse from the Book of Kraken. As a send off. Kraken three twenty eight. Kaisa is the worst champ in the game, and only bad players play Kaisa. Bad champ, bad player. <laughs> Fucking a. Good night. <laughs> That's gotta sting.